Hey everybody, Craig from YHS here. Before we get going, I wanted to tell you all about our first ever spin-off show. That's right, the Yes Have Some Universe is expanding, and it is called Toy Anxiety. We've been doing it for a while, and we're having an amazing time. Ryan Dole joins myself and various other members of the Yes Have Some Universe. Every week, we talk toys, new, vintage, action figures, play sets, Masters of the Universe, Ghostbusters, Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, and everything in between. And of course, Star Wars. I mean, give me a break. We are talking so much Star Wars toys on Toy Anxiety. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. It's a separate feed from this one. iTunes, Spotify, and of course, every week live on YouTube. Join us for Toy Anxiety. Okay, on with the show. From the corner penthouse of Spook Central, all the way to Star Killer Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi master. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed with your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hey everybody, welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg, thank you so much for joining. We are in the middle of a great time, let me tell you why. I'm looking at Abby and Jake, they're staring at me like... Like, they don't know what to do or say. Well, this is weird. Right. We don't normally, we're not normally in person. But yeah. it's not even just that. It's the fact that I'm not wearing headphones. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just sitting on a couch, relaxing, talking, and yeah. it just doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel professional. I'm not yes, sure if I'm it into doesn't. it. Abby, how are you? Very unprofessional. I'm okay. drinking coffee right now. All right. There we go. Um, We've been hanging out all week and we're having a great time. And we have an episode, boy, do we have an episode planned for you guys. I don't even want to get into it right now. Um, we, haven't <laughs> planned any, we haven't planned anything. Listen, but before we get started, I do want to talk about Patreon. Um, we, we've had a Patreon uh, page and a Patreon platform for almost two years. And uh, we've been doing a lot more bonus content and uh, people are really into it. Yeah. And uh, we, we did like, I think, three or four full bonus episodes uh in february we're gonna do a bunch more in march but so that's how it's gonna be for like from now on there's no more of these like no more, one, no more maybe two a yeah month. yeah like, we're, we're, we're putting the pedal to the metal yeah these yeah. are themed focused episodes we're gonna actually move our regular episodes to one maybe two a month right and yes. the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, right. we're, we're ripping you off we're now. slowly gonna ask everybody to just pay for what we do yeah that's the plan no 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 no, no, no. uh yhs will continue as is obviously toy anxiety will continue as is um and we've got actually some more fun surprises planned do we well tell me i don't know do we for this episode we got stuff planned but um if you want to take part of patreon it's it's actually people ask us a lot you know how what's the best way we can support you guys is it buying a shirt well listen if you want to buy a shirt buy a shirt because we want you to rep yhs wherever you are but the direct support from you guys on patreon is amazing it's five dollars a month you get complete access to all of our content all of our bonus content for the last couple of years so immediately you put five dollars down and you there's probably 50 full episodes up there yeah right? so mm-hmm. 
And like the Patreon episodes are a little bit looser, a little bit like a little it, more real, a little behind more, the scenes. We'll little, get get into some stuff. I, I tend, we don't cut it if I like spill something <laughs> or uh, drop something. I tend to roll up my sleeves, unbuckle a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, no, but we listen. Don't take it from us. Every time we put up a new Patreon episode, somebody and yes, have some group therapy talks about how great it was, and that's just amazing that people are so supportive. So yeah, we appreciate it. Yes, have some. On Patreon, it's patreon.com slash yes, have some. And uh, yeah, so that's that. Check it out. We did a whole Mortal Kombat episode this week. It was yeah. a, a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. It was, yeah. Which led to us just playing Mortal Kombat this week. Yeah, it's been a yeah. lot of fun. Which um, led to me losing to Jake. <laughs> Abby. What, round after round. Abby, now that you've got the experience playing Mortal Kombat, what is your like talent level right now? Um, Like... Like a one, like a 1.5. I don't think like on a scale of one to 10, I'm not quite there yet. Um, but from what I can tell, like I'm like just mashing buttons, but that seems to be kind of what everyone does. Like, well, you just, I think there are probably some people out there who know how to actually play video games like and gamers. maybe they know, you know, there's, there's people who've been probably playing Mortal Kombat since the first game and mm-hmm. they know the moves and they know how to, but the three of us are all just, <laughs> what you're mashing. saying is that's there, our level. That's there our, are people who know. Yeah. Yeah. Gamers. We are not, it's those not people. us. We're no, just button mashing. <laughs> At one point I want to say close, a, mash your button when me and Abby were, were, were facing off anytime it would get to a, you know, a, a finish them. Uh, we would hit pause <laughs> to look at the, the fatality, yeah. the fatality list. And right. Abby's like, Abby said something like, oh, I like how convenient this is that the, or, or you know, you, you I said like, something you about how to, it's a cheat or something. I was like, or, has it always been this way that you have to slowly watch how you're going to die? Like, while yeah. the other person selects it or is, like, is that a new feature? But I that's mean, not always been no, the case that I mean, they have a move list just yeah, right there. It used to be my buddy, and I've probably told this story on the podcast before, but a good friend of mine, uh, his name's Billy, has a great story about uh, when he was a kid playing Mortal Kombat 3 in the arcade, and he had bought the game guide. Billy the Kid? Billy the Kid. Billy and listen, kid. he 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 was he self-admittedly was kind of a bratty kid, and he would his mom would be standing there with the game guide with all the fatality move lists. And like, he'd be screaming at his mom, like mom, tell me what it is. (laughs) Um, so anyway, so yeah, check out the mortal Kombat episode. We had a lot of fun. We covered mortal Kombat 95, the game and the new trailer, Mm -hmm. um, which is now the most downloaded red band trailer in film history. So the people have spoken. People want movie. People want the combat. They want combat. Um, so, but anyways, yeah, we, we've been having a lot of fun. Hey, I want to bring this up. Our our great friend, part of the YHS crew, John Yurkaba, put up this amazing artwork that he's been working on for a for a while. Like it's it's a pretty extensive. Like a year, yeah, said. yeah, it's yeah. an extensive piece. It's uh, based on Ghostbusters Afterlife. And he shared it uh, yesterday. We put up on the YHS social media um, and it's uh, it got me hyped because I'm super excited about this movie. And uh, John does an incredible work mm-hmm. and uh, I was proud of him. We got some recognition. Got a big share today. Yeah. yeah. Jason Reitman shared it. Yeah. That's yeah. how you know. Right. That's how you know it's good. We're like, that's how you know maybe it's accurate. We're like, is it accurate? <laughs> Jason right, Ryan right, wouldn't, right, right. wouldn't share it Listen, it's just completely wrong. There's yeah. a giant... Egon is very much 
in this poster. Yeah. And Jason like Jason Reichman. I almost called it Reichman. Reich- Jason Leichman. <laughs> oh, that's I'm don't combining call him people's that. names. <laughs> Jason don't call him Reichman. <laughs> Eric Reich, Jason Reitman. Mm-hmm. Those are different people. Yeah. Um no, but Jason But both equally um important. important to us. Good. The great yeah. people, great Please people. Yeah. Valuable Listen, people. Jason Reitman shared it. And it's an amazing piece of art. So go follow John Your Cable. Give him some support. Yeah. Send him money. I think he's got one of those coffee things. What's like, that? It's like you can tip him. It's like oh, his Patreon. Super. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give him some money. Just yeah. send him some money. Totally. It's just actually, it. just put some cash in an envelope and just ship. Here's his address. Here is some money. <laughs> yes. John Your Cable, one two three Arizona Street, Bring Arizona. That will get you right to him. Give out their address. Send it to the Arizona Ghostbusters. I'm sure they'll <laughs> pass it along. <laughs> Uh, no, so uh, congrats to John. That was really cool. Um, so listen, the reason why we're all together is that for the first time in a very long time, we actually went to, uh, we had a day yesterday. We did. We yeah. did. We, we went a to day a date. We went to a convention. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to a convention. We went yeah. to a convention. So it's still kind of surreal that we did that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it was stupid that we did that. I don't <laughs> Time will tell. <laughs> We will see the, God. the after effect. This is going to be like a poorly aged podcast. Probably. This will be a delete down the road. <laughs> and this was their last episode. <laughs> oh, fuck. No. Okay. No, no, we'll, no. Record, we'll record another one after this. Yeah. Um, we'll do a bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went to Days of the Dead, which is, um, they do like, what, four or five conventions a year, different cities? In different cities. Yeah. yeah. And we go every year. We go every year. This is the, the famous, uh, this is where the Linda Blair... All the Linda Blair stuff happened. All Linda Blair. Both, both parts of Linda Blair happened here. Yeah. <laughs> both parts. Scene of the crime. Um, so we, we were kind of on the fence of whether or not we should go. They said they were going to have some pretty good social distancing policies. I didn't personally see it. They didn't. I, I didn't see any kind of, I mean, masks were required other than that. It seemed exactly the same well, as the tables always were is. a little further apart too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. also it's a small convention, which right, is why right. I think we felt a little more comfortable going. It's mm-hmm. always been just a small show. Right. Yeah, it's right. Like a it, it, we're, we're, it's one of those things every time we go, we're there for an hour or less and we're ready to leave. It's just it's two rooms. You walk in and out and you're done. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so so we'll, well, let's talk about it. So how how first of all it is surreal after a year of basically nothing happening to be out in a public event doing things that we normally would do. I mean, I don't know if we really talked about it. Jake, you went to your first movie last week. I did. Uh, I did, but I was the only one in the theater. <laughs> um, I went I went and saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, the 1990 uh, version. Yeah, and it was weird going into the movie theater, but I was the only one there and I was like, all right, this is fine. Right. Yeah. I still haven't made it to a movie theater. I I assume with Godzilla coming. That's our, yeah, that'll be it. Um, Abby, what, what were your feelings? A little surreal going to, uh, yeah, it was surreal, but also just like every year of days, the dead, like it was kind of a misty, cold February morning. Um, parked at the same spot, saw all the same people at the convention. It felt like, Pretty much nothing had changed except for, like you said, the masks. Um, I felt safe overall. And it was just, it was a good experience to like get back out and see like get, vendors. Get back out there. And like people in clown costumes. Um, <laughs> Some of that. The netherworld display or whatever. Is Killer clowns that. are making a comeback, I think. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we checked it out. Um, the original, our thing 
I know we had talked about it was like if there were some decent guests that we wanted to meet, yeah, we mm-hmm. would go because like you know yeah if, if that wasn't a factor I don't think we would have right because it's it's not the kind of con- besides like the guests like you're basically paying and it's not really a cheap convention it's, not. it's like thirty it or thirty five a ticket it should be half it should that be ten dollars yeah. mm-hmm. but um. Especially you know, if you only stay for two hours, they should like. But there's no, there's no vendors really. Usually, ever like usually when we go, there's maybe one vendor that might have a couple random things, right? Mm-hmm. Which is literally what we bought. Right, a we couple found random things. Well, let's mm-hmm. talk about it. We made some purchases at the convention, and yeah. I think they were all from basically one vendor. It was. There's been times I've gone there and found a couple decent toy vendors, but this guy had a kind of a, a little mishmash of. Vintage toys, some modern stuff, some VHS, and, uh, you know, we, we all picked up a, a couple tiny things. Tiny um, things. So, um, Abby, what'd you get? Uh, let's see. When we were there, um, was that where I got the Sequest figures? No. I don't. All you got was VHS. Oh, VHS. Thank you. Thank, thank you. <laughs> we did a lot of shopping. yesterday. Um, sorry. My bad. We've done a lot. Um, I got VHS tapes. Uh, let's see. I got Pet Cemetery. Um, I should probably look at my picture to help me. Yeah. Um, I got a lot of Stephen King. I got Army of Darkness. I know that. What's the deal with these VHS prices? We've been talking about. It's I want to have this discussion. It's a little annoying. Let's carry, do it. And sometimes they come back for more, which Jake recommended to me. So yeah, I got five VHS tapes. And yes, this is where the uh, like the weird pricing factor of like where how VHS has appreciated and like how people can charge a lot versus. <sighs> Like what it's actually worth. I mean, it falls into that category of like, if you find VHS tapes at a thrift store, not like a collectible store or or a consignment store, but just an actual, you know, your Goodwill Value Village type place. I mean, Abby, we picked up a couple VHS last week. We picked up Return of the King, double, double VHS mm-hmm. and Ghost. Yes. It was 54 cents. Exactly. <laughs> Total. Exactly. So like when you go through that experience. Right kind of hard to drop like 20 for a single vhs yeah, tape well what the the issue is that people are people are super into vhs right now it's been like a slow incline and then the uh quarantine kicked it up and now yeah. there are lots of people who are just super into collecting vhs mm-hmm. and people have found that out and on ebay they will Post tapes for $20, $25, even more, depending on what it is. And these people who are kind of new to collecting, mm-hmm. they just, they're like, oh, it's vintage. It's going to be a lot of money. And they'll just pay it. Right. So mm-hmm. it's keeping the prices high. Right. When really, uh, you know, I bought Carnosaur 2 for $10 and me and Craig had an entire <laughs> silent conversation between each other. As soon as that guy was like, this is a little rarer of a tape, my eyes rolled back yeah. through my face and I was like, so yeah, I'm yeah. going to buy it because uh-huh. it's here, but I can probably get it on eBay. I glanced yeah. at Jake and he just like did the little head shake and I was just like, okay. Now, yeah. but there is something about like, Part of the reason you go to a convention is that you, you want the opportunity to buy stuff that you're not going to find at normal stores and stuff. And yeah. You, like, yeah, you could probably find it on Give eBay. Give it a little leeway. We mm-hmm. we could have bought all of those tapes probably on eBay for half the price. Half probably the price. half of what we spent. But because yeah. the, you, when you start factoring in shipping and stuff, you, it just depends. Or or things like this happen. I bought uh, a couple weeks ago. I ordered two vhs tapes off of ebay i paid about 16 dollars a piece for them yes they were both 
cartoons. Uh, hold, hold on, okay, one Gypsy. The cat is deciding now to, is the best time to scratch the couch. This is not a good time couch. to scratch the couch. All right, carry I mean, on. Carry really, on. no time is. <laughs> um, I ordered two VHS tapes off of eBay from separate sellers. Godzilla the Animated Series, the one from 1998. The first one that arrived was volume two. And I was like, I'm not going to watch it until volume one arrives. Volume one arrives. I open it. I take the tape out and I immediately realize this is Godzilla, the live action movie with Matthew Broderick in the cover to the V. And I'm like, you know, you can check your own tapes. You find it in the store. Like, I just I don't like <laughs> right. ordering VHS from mm. eBay. I'll do it. Right, but I right. don't like it. Yeah. What, so what happened? Uh, I got a refund because okay. uh, I, I messaged the person and I was like, Hey, this is the wrong, th- this is the movie, not mm-hmm. the cartoon. And they were like, they, they, they said it was a mistake and they were like, Oh, well I don't have this. That's what I had. <laughs> oh. right. And yeah, they, were yeah, like, yeah. they were like, I'll just refund you. So right. they refunded me and I just yeah. have another copy of the movie. That makes yeah. me want to list my Lord of the Rings fellowship of the ring tape. That's not necessarily do it. Lord- yeah. Just no, like, that's, oh, that's, that's what I had. Wait that's a minute. A What's the backstory on that? Well, well that it was, it's, oh, it's yeah. porn. It's just somebody taped like <laughs> somebody taped porn on Cinemax, Skinemax or whatever. Um, Did they tape over Lord of the Rings or yeah. is it just the wrong tape in there? I think it's the wrong tape. Okay. <laughs> I like. I don't I, think it's, I could go get it. We so, can put it on. Somebody's like, I've well, got Lord of the Rings, but this like a, porn is on. There, well, there's, a, there's a like scam? a good 10 minute section of Lord of the Rings. I don't care if I tape over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's still the Shire. How about some porn? Oh, they're in space now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I remember the part. It was like a late 90s. Like, yeah, it was like porn. a Cinemax type. Yeah. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, how is it? It's good. <laughs> give it like a like five stars. I give it like maybe five stars out <laughs> of ten. It's been a while since I've seen it. I have to throw it back on. Um. So, well, that's cool. So, yeah, we picked up some VHS. And listen, the guy was nice. The thing is, like, I also give a little leeway. Like, these are dudes and ladies and gentlemen's. Uh, who are, are, you know, they're out in a pandemic too, trying to make money because this is what they do. And they're set up at a con. So it's like, what, I'm not going to like bust the guy's balls over paying a few dollars more. But part of what made it uh, a little bit more digestible is I bought something from him. And he gave the me a bundle. really, I, I, he, he, well, he gave me a good deal. Mm-hmm. This is something I've kind of been looking for for a while. Anybody who watched our eBay hangs probably saw me looking for it. Now, I'm not 100% sure yet why I've been looking for it, but I knew it's something that I needed. And it's the X-Men movie, Toy Biz. What, what year is that movie? 2000? Something like that. Um, the, the Statue of Liberty playset. Um, and it's fun. It's just, it's kind of like a, a small play set. It's kind of kitschy. It's the statue of Liberty. And as Jake pointed out, there's a big plaque under her chin that says <laughs> statue of Liberty, <laughs> just like the real thing. And, um, I think my original plan was, well, first of all, he sold it to me for $15 and it was sealed. Yeah. And well, he immediately was like, I've had that for a long time. I've had that since the year 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, and for 15 bucks, like, they're kind of all over the place on eBay, but for the sealed ones, it could be 45, 50, 60 bucks, whatever. Yeah. So, uh, plus you factor in shipping. So good deal on that. And part of the reason I've wanted it was because I've told the story in the podcast before 1989, you've got the real Ghostbusters slimed heroes commercial, uh, right around the time Ghostbusters two is in theaters. And this is the commercial. You can find it on YouTube. We should probably share it in group therapy. This is the commercial where they're like, there's ghosts attacking the statue of Liberty. And it's like, 
because the Statue of Liberty is in Ghostbusters 2. Spoiler alert. And um, I sent my mom to Toys R Us Mm -hmm. to ask when the Statue of Liberty playset was coming out. Because they don't. So a random Toys R Us employee is like, well, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about. Well, wh- also, why did my mom listen to me? Like, she could have looked at the commercial and been like, that's clearly set deck. Yeah. There is no Statue of Liberty playset. But I got it. And I'm not 100% sure what I'm going to do. I'm going to let the fans vote. You're going to let the fans <laughs> yeah. vote. Yeah. Okay. So should I either. Do you want to incorporate it into your Ghostbusters collection? I'm either going to. There's three options. Okay. Everybody? Okay. Are you with me on this? Yeah. Abby, you with me? Yeah, I'm here. Three options. I'm either going to display it with my real Ghostbusters figures. Okay. Mm. Or I'm going to start an X-Men 2000 Toy Biz collection. That's not going to happen. Yeah, don't do the second. But no, I just don't think you're going to do that. Or three, I display it with my Ghostbusters figures and buy a second one and start an X-Men Toy Biz collection. All right. That's I'm, good... I'm choosing that one. <laughs> option three is the best option. There's actually a lot on eBay right now where it comes with like 20 figures and the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, head. because they, Dude, they're they bad figures. Two oh. birds, one stone. Do it. You I start your collection. Um, I've got a little bit of a soft spot for, for mainly the first two X-Men movies. Yeah. All right. Yeah, me too, but the figures aren't good. The figures aren't good. All right. I feel... Are we all like... Are we are we okay with me collecting X Men figures? Like, are you? I, I mean, do you want to let them in? Or you want to gatekeep? <laughs> yeah. What do you right. think? It's okay, go for it. <laughs> um, Abby, what do you think? I'm, I support it. I know, but we talked about the turnover rate last week, so I understand. There's yeah, always, we know it's going to be one of those things you buy it and then get rid yeah. of it immediately. And so there's so no way to make money. I'm not going to make money on them. You're for new sure. here, aren't mm-hmm. you? <laughs> I just want the Patrick Stewart figure. Um, so. Then, so there were, let's go, well, let's look at this guest list because it was, it was pretty good. Um, I'm getting it up right now. Don't worry. Whoa. Getting it up right now. <laughs> yeah. Getting it up right now. <laughs> it was um, the first convention that we had been to. So yeah, I didn't anything know. seemed pretty good. Yeah. And I, I was willing to meet, it, meet anybody. Okay. So first up, we've got Joe Bob Briggs and Darcy from uh, The Last Drive-In. Obviously, we're, we're going to talk about that in a second. Um, Patty Mullen from Frankenhooker, Michael Bean from Aliens Terminator, and of course, uh, more recently on The Mandalorian, uh, Felisa Rose from Sleepaway Camp, Alex Vincent from Child's Play, um, and then it kind of goes on from there. Zach Galligan was there. You gonna talk about it? Let's talk about it right now. Yeah. Um, because that was, uh, and Tom Sizemore was also there. Um, so sort of. <laughs> his body, his body was, was there. his yeah. body was. Oh my! I think God. his booth was the one playing the Stone Temple Pilots music. It was. Yeah. He was like, I know how to bring out the people. I know how to do it. Play a little STP. <laughs> so, Abby, what Zach Galligan? Where, where are you on Zach Galligan right now, dude? I walked past him and I was like, Mountain Dew money. <laughs> uh, no, he was in the middle of like pitching his idea of what. The next Gremlins um, TV series needs to be and how it needs to be like to Oprah like a guy. random fan, yeah, to just a fan, <laughs> someone who basically had to listen <laughs> and would be enthusiastic about it. Um, so yeah, that that's kind of the experience we had. We didn't pay to meet him because we're yes, have some podcasts. Well, listen, I've met Zach Allegan before. I've gotten his autograph, and Pete, you guys know I, I've wanted to get him on the show and thought it was going to happen and it didn't. I told Jake my my idea was that I was going to draw up a contract. <laughs> what for- I did, I went up to him and I was like, dude, you've got like... You're you're starting to get in that danger zone of being an enemy of the podcast. So... <laughs> 
I recommend so, that you do a quick like bumper for us or something. I I was going to draw up a contract stating that he would appear on the podcast and cover that part up and have oh we sign this it's an important document for me it's from the Mountain Dew commercial yeah. it's a still <laughs> and then he would sign it then he would be contractually obligated to be on the show That's um cool. no anyways it's fine let's talk about Joe Bob Jake yeah Joe Bob's a big deal to you he is a big deal yeah and he was there um we want to we want to jump in and do the Joe Bob even though it took place after Michael Bine we can talk about Michael that first Bean, Michael Bean um, so Michael Bean's there Michael Bean he's great he yeah. was super nice yeah he was and listen I love Terminator I love Terminator 2 more than the first Terminator but I do love Terminator and I'm, I'm a fan of the Aliens franchise but mm -hmm. Michael Bean's not somebody who I necessarily would have always I don't know I, I feel like we've maybe seen him even at cons in the past or something and I just Possible. it's always mm -hmm. been like I'm like whatever um but because he was on that episode of the Mandalorian this year which is going to go down as one of the greatest episodes of the show yeah he's gonna he's riding that out the the Ahsoka episode mm-hmm and I do collect Star Wars autographs. I thought that would be a cool opportunity to uh, uh, to meet him and, and get his signature. And uh, yeah, we waited in line. We we did uh, got the combo. I think it was seventy dollars total for autograph and picture, which is fine. A little bit more than I wanted mm -hmm. to spend. I was thinking maybe like forty dollars, yeah. but whatever. Um, yeah, talked to him for a few minutes. You know, but you got three autographs technically. I did. So basically, he he was he had business cards on his table, one for his like merch store, and one for this other website he's launching called makinghistoryright.com that we still Which don't, we're not sure. We don't know we what read, it is. Didn't we? We read it. <laughs> you read it, Craig, but we couldn't he, figure it out still. He was like, This is a website where we're gonna try to set some facts straight. And I was like, All right, cool. <laughs> like, I don't know. Get he to the bottom he's of trying this. to make it right trying to make it right and i'm happy he is i just don't know what it is <laughs> if somebody would get tell me what michael bean's trying to make right that'd be great yeah. um but he had like business cards that had like the website on the front and on the back were blank and he was just signing them yeah. and giving them away right so i paid for the one autograph eight by ten but i took two of those business well, he cards. was like he was like take one of each yeah yeah i was like about to take six obviously he wants you to go to that website and i did yeah it. um but um i jake i gave you one of the you cards you gave me one and i want to tell you what i'm gonna do with mine maybe. okay maybe i'll frame maybe i'll get a picture of him from the mandalorian that isn't blurry <laughs> And frame it along oh with it. So here's the thing. The 8x10s he had, like, this happens at cons a lot. They were a little bit on the blurry side, but it's fine. It's all part of the experience, right? I was like, just go to the office, or the uh, the little office in the hotel. <laughs> the FedEx. Print it up, the FedEx. Yeah. Photo, exactly. um, and uh, one thing that was funny, he was, the person in front of me, got the same photo signed and it's him of him and Mando. And he was talking about how, I guess the stunt devil, whoever was playing Mandalorian that day was uh, John Wayne's grandson. And then he was like, you know, Pedro Pascal does the voice, but he's not going to walk around in a tin can all day. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, calm down. Secrets of the trade. We all know Pedro is barely on set. Yeah. You're not lying to us. Pedro Pascal was on set for one episode. He took off his damn helmet. <laughs> um, but that was cool. Abby, would you, we got our picture with him. What'd you think? Um, well, uh, the picture, the autograph that we got, I kind of wish it was better quality, but the, um, the actual process of getting a photo taken, it's still, the, I'm just going to be honest. There's new stress because wearing a mask, it's like, do you wear it in the picture? Do you take it off? They told us we could take it off if we were in front of him. Um, and so I did Where like a half mask. Where else would we be? 
for a picture. Like I'm not going to get behind that, him. I get, well, I I imagine on that his shoulders. Meant, I imagine that meant usually when you do a picture, you're right beside, and usually there's some touching, right? Right. So mm-hmm. I thought they meant if you're in front where there's no touching, but you guys took your masks off, and he still touched. Yeah, both he put of his and arms he kept his on, on, and he touched us. Yeah. With Jeff Goldblum, there is touching if you get a photo with him. <laughs> right. But of yeah, course. so it, it was kind of staged. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's all weird. Everyone's weird. still trying to figure. Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. And honestly, like. Pictures with masks on, it just sucks. But it, what are you going to yeah. do? Like, you can't even tell who it is with the picture, but mm-hmm. it's fine. Looks like a dentist. Looks <laughs> yeah, like I got oral so surgery. Funny. And I was like, you did good, doc. <laughs> Time for pictures. Um, but that was cool. And that, and, and also um, the actress who played Newt was there. Yeah. Um, and uh, but yeah, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was cool. Um, and then so, yeah, we the Joe Bob line. I think Joe Bob was like the premier guest. Yeah. I think so too. Well, because yeah. like when, when you guys were doing Michael Bean, Bean. is it Bean? Is it Bine? Michael Bean Bine. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys were in line, when you guys were in line for Michael Bean Bine, yeah. Oh, there was Joe Bob was not there. And so there, there was, was nothing no but line. time. Sorry. And, I, and I and I walked over and looked at what he had, you know, um, uh, uh, for sale and for signatures, and and he had a good bit of stuff over there, but um. After you guys got that autograph, we went back into the main room. There was, uh, there was some, uh, I think, some stress with the a, a last transaction. So we went to talk to the guy we bought the VHS from. Oh, right. And then when we came, I, well, I mean, my there was a debit. I think we owe it we to our audience to explain the stress. They care. Listen, money. the because they were I paid on a debit card and there's no internet service, so they like the. <laughs> Nobody cares. Now, about this part. now I declined. agree with Jake. It was declined, Nobody but not because cares. I'm poor. But, uh, <laughs> the point of that was that we left the room, That's and like then no, when we your shame, and we were gone for maybe five minutes, and when we came back, there was a giant line for Joe Bob. Right, right. Yeah. Um, which I got in the line, waited, um, got up to the thing, and I, I, I was having a little. Uh, I wasn't sure. I knew I wanted to get something signed. I did not bring something. Um. And, you know, Joe Bob's been around for a long time. When I first started watching Joe Bob, he was on TNT. It was Monster Vision. So I was like, oh, I kind of want to stay true to that and get some sort of Monster Vision thing. But also, like, you know, I want to get something new. I ended up, they had, like, posters and they had 8x10s. I ended up getting two things signed. I got a, I got an old, I got a poster that's like a Monster Vision poster. And then I just got an 8x10 of, like, current Joe Bob. Right, right. Um. But I was more nervous for that than I've ever been for anything. For and I don't know why. It was just like you met some people. I've met some people, but it's just that like I have been watching Joe Bob, like Joe, you know, since I was a kid. Right. So Interesting. it was like all your life. A lot of the a lot of the movies that are some of my favorite movies now, I saw for the first time with Joe Bob presenting, you know what I mean? It's like just one of those things that's like your whole life. You kind of know who this person is. And it's like, he's so knowledgeable, you know, that it's just like, there's a, there's a, there's like a massive respect for that guy. He's not just an actor. Right. And it's a little bit intimidating. He knows more more about movies and filmmaking than anybody we have ever met or probably will ever. Right. Like that's what he does. Right. Right. So it was weird. And all, and like, 
I don't know. It just it felt weird to be there in front of him. He also dresses really crazily, and he always <laughs> has he like he's known for dressing you know like he's a got Texan. the sequence Texan. He wears, yeah. you know, he's got a bolo tie. He's like ten feet tall, so it's just like <laughs> holy fuck, right? Embroidered reflective suit. Yeah, it, it, you cool. never know. Like I, I traditionally don't get nerves around right like, celebrities or whatever, but you never know. Like there's been two people I have met that. I didn't really know how to talk to how because, to and, and, and it doesn't make sense. Oh, who, who are these people? Well, I can you, think of one for me. You would think it would be like, you know, Dan Aykroyd or Ivan yeah. Reitman, but no, my first one was Tom DeLonge from Blink-182. Oh my God. Oh my God. When were you in front of Tom DeLonge? So, I think he was just as stressed to meet you after watching <laughs> videos of him before he was on stage. He, he, uh, I, I, I won like meet and greet passes for angels and airwaves when they toured wow. in 2000. No, not angels and airwaves boxcar racer. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so I met him and Travis Barker and you would think because I'm a drummer and Travis Barker is one of the greatest drummers of all time. I would have been nervous to meet him, but no, it was Tom DeLong. And I, I, I'll, the, the Blink-182 had a DVD out at that time. And Tom DeLong had this whole thing in there where he thought he, his name should be Tom DeLonge because it sounded like more official. Yeah. And when, that's what I brought up when I met him. I was like, I like Tom DeLonge better. He was like, it's better, right? I was like, yeah, yeah, just go with that. Um, and then I was like, you idiot. That's what you said, you fucking idiot. And my second one was Jason Siegel when I met him. Again. Okay. Because Weird. that was just like. Is it because you've seen his dick? <laughs> that's the test. That that's the litmus it. test. That's my litmus. Um, Abby, what was yours? Dave Batista. Oh yeah. I remember being. I didn't say. No, I did. I was like, I said you were my favorite part, and I hated it after <laughs> it, saying it. I was like, why couldn't I have given context? Well, what's weird about it is like, yeah. most people aren't good at just like random small talk, yeah. and it's like, yeah, you're only literally. in front of these people for two minutes, so it's like. What do I say? I don't know what to say. Right. I don't mm-hmm. want to just be like, hey, Joe Bob, I love your work. Clearly, that's true. Mm-hmm. Everybody the fact who's that you're in giving line him $60 says dollars yes. to it's sign like, a piece I don't, of paper. I don't, that's standard. It's like, I know there are people who get up there and they're like, oh, you, my father showed me. They don't care. <laughs> no, they don't everybody has that illness. story. Because everybody's got that story. So I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to say any of that shit. But what was good about it, what was good about this is that Joe Bob is good at small talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's not somebody who just sits there and like, he immediately just like, you know, asked me what my name was and asked where I'm from. And when I told him where I was from, he immediately was like, Oh, you're close to the Okefenokee swamp. And I was like, I love the Okefenokee. And we just talked about alligators, which is weird. He was just like, Oh, I've been there. Why don't he, you know, he, he started talking about the fact that Okefenokee is weird because, uh, you can go there and they don't have the alligators aren't behind any kind of protective anything. Right. They're just, just out, out and about. He was, so that's what we talked about. We talked about that. And then he asked what I did for a living. And we talked about that for a minute. And by the time, you know, we got through with that, it was time to take a photo and it was done. Yeah. But that's good. But that's it was like great. The, that's yeah. awesome. That's the dream. It's like yeah. a regular organic conversation. So that, that, that kind of like, listen, we're all avid, uh, convention goers and that's why it's so cool that we actually got to go to one it's better than richard dreyfus well that's the thing like i'm trying to think if i've actually had like not so hot experiences with like going to a convention meeting a celebrity or whatever and for the most part it's been good like i don't i feel like every interaction i've ever had is just awkward 
but I, yeah. I feel like that's most people. It's just, it's just <laughs> not just celebrities, just all human it's beings. Just, well, yeah, exactly. But it's just that, that specific situation, it's very hard for it to just not be out. You're just having to, you either, you either watch them sign in silence, mm-hmm. which happens a lot. And, <laughs> I Thompson. And, and I don't mind that. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you have to be like, you just. What do you say to a yeah, famous person? The weight and importance of it's it. Just you like, can't what explain do you fucking that? say? Yeah. I, I thought it was very weird when we met. Um, so, uh, we you know we interviewed Alex Vincent, and I got his autograph on something before that pod before we we uh, interviewed him. Alex Vincent, for those who don't know, is the child from Child's Play. Yes, he's Andy, Andy. from Child's yeah, Play. Yeah, yeah. Now. He has been at every convention I feel like I've ever been to. We, a, we have had a lot of people tell stories about him. He always looks like he's in a bad mood. He, he A lot of the stories you hear about him is, you know, it seems like he's tired of doing what he's doing. Right. I got his autograph once and he was also like super nice. Yeah. And he like, he volunteered information and right. he just started talking to me about, you know, and I was like, oh, this this is cool. He's yeah, he was nice like volunteering dude. information in the middle of that. Zach Galligan popped up. Was like, here's my idea for Gremlins three. <laughs> but but like that compared to when we uh, interviewed him, him yeah. he seemed like he hated being there. Yeah, it's, so it's it's weird. It's weird. Abby. Yeah. Do you ever have bad interaction? Um, I can't think of one that was like that. Not I great. except for when um the when we met the it kids, the kid who played uh. Uh, Bill Denbro. Yeah. I can't remember his name, the actor's name, but I think he misspelled a quote and like his mom yelled at him when he was signing it. <laughs> and oh, I felt bad yeah, for yeah, asking yeah. so much of him, but that's really the only like uncomfortable right. thing. You had him write like a whole but passage probably, from the book. But think about that had to be way more uncomfortable. Way worse for him. him. Yeah. He'd never talked to a girl before. <laughs> Which was weird. Yeah, He's, your mom's like, I'm keeping you out of school to do movies, and you can't fucking spell whatever <laughs> yeah. it was you asked. Her She's like, and also, you. yeah, it was great and all, but can we get another part, please? <laughs> can we get you out there a little bit? Um, yeah. I feel like Jake, you probably had the worst interaction with um, uh, Linda Blair. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, I'm bad. You that's, bad. Bad. that's literally the worst. All the other ones, I wouldn't say that they're bad. They're just it's it's a very easy situation for it to be weird and awkward. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But Joe um, Bob was great. Yeah, Joe Bob was great. Michael Bean was great. Michael Bean said he's become really good friends with Dave Filoni. And you, know, Abby, I wanted to talk to you about this. This is a little bit of an off topic. Oh, I thing. almost tripped Ric Flair once, and that was a bad interaction. But I didn't pay for it. It was just <laughs> when we were at just Fanboy because, Expo. But that's just because Ric Flair was. Drunk? Probably on some sort of drugs, <laughs> yeah. and he was, he was like, running around the convention as if he was looking for the entrance of the ring. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was like kicking and um, yes, no, but seriously, like I um was reading, or I, it was either a podcast or I was reading something. Like Michael Bean, like the 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 rap on him in the eighties was he was going to be like the next big thing. Like he was in all these James Cameron movies. He did. Uh, Terminator, then Aliens, then he's in the Abyss. Yeah. And um, he was supposed to, there was originally talk in Terminator 2 that the T-1000 was not going to be Robert Patrick, but it was actually going to be Michael Bean. It was going to be like the reversal, like John Connor's father in disguise or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of thought that would be cool. Like, That I'm, sounds it, like a cool idea. Robert Patrick's great in that movie, but like from a storytelling dynamic, like it would have been cool to just have them flipped but anyways um he's in tombstone and then like 
I read this. There's this article from Hollywood Reporter. Apparently, he was almost cast in Avatar in like one of the main roles, and then he didn't get it, and he's like kind of annoyed at Jim Cameron about it. Oh wow! <laughs> um, so I don't know. He should be relieved. I, you know, I should have asked him. I should have been like, "Hey, I really like Ghostbusters. You know Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> let's yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Let's 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 What's have going a on there. <laughs> you guys." texting or <laughs> you got that number um but that was about that was about it for days of the dead i think after that we yeah, we, we got, got out of there we got out of there we got after, out of there after um yeah, yeah after joe bob we bailed yeah, yeah that was it we were there for like I, I would say we were there for less than two hours yeah for mm-hmm. sure for sure um and there was just no vendors and like usually you, you do a couple loops because you, you don't see everything the first time around but it was just yeah, it started to kind of fill up. I think more people showed up. And um, yeah, at that point, it was like, let's get out of here. Let's go to a toy store. Let's get lunch. Yeah, we did some toy hunting. It was great. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about that. Um. Before we do that, Abby, why don't you tell everybody about Facebook group therapy? Because I, I feel like we're totally. getting... We, I've noticed an influx of new listeners, new people commenting on social media. I want to make sure they know where to go. Yeah, with all the YouTube stuff and toy anxiety and whatnot. Um, sound like Kevin Smith. There is a community for you, hey, friends and folks. It's called Group Therapy. Uh, yes, I have some podcast group therapy. Search for that on Facebook. You will find our little closed group and you can join it. We're almost, we're close on like a thousand members at this point, but somehow it feels like just your best friends. Uh, we don't post memes. We only post quality content that relates to the show and stuff that we talk about on the show. So collecting and reading books and watching movies and action figures and toy stress. Um, and it's a great place. You can be yourself and uh, it's a welcoming community and all my friends are there. So yeah, you there should you go. Up. Thank you. Yeah. And like, listen, 2020 was a weird year. And uh, there wasn't a whole lot going on entertainment wise. Mm -hmm. Starting this month, like in March alone, we've got the end, the finale of WandaVision, which is next week. Yeah. Coming to America is also next Friday. Then we've got Falcon and Winter Soldier starting. Then we've got at the end of month, end of the month, Godzilla versus King Kong. Yeah. It's a big month. It is. Are you filming me? No, I'm not. I thought I, I I'm thought just J- holding my phone. I thought Jake oh, was, dude, I was like, no. you had a bootleg, a YHS no, 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 release? No, yeah, are you going to try to put this on YouTube put before the, the official, <laughs> official release? <laughs> um, anyways, uh, yeah, so we got March will be a big month. April going into May and June. Ghostbusters Day will be in June. I'm, I'm still, my speculation is that we're going to get that next Afterlife trailer uh, probably around June or July. And then we'll, we'll have a big build up to... Uh, Hopefully Dragon Con and Ghostbusters Afterlife in November. So we got some fun stuff coming up. Yeah, I'm up. feeling good. I'm feeling good. Feeling great. All right. Let's talk about toy stores. Um, we went, Jake, this was your first time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Abby and I had been first there. First time at a toy store ever. Yeah. What did you think? <laughs> what did you think of the toys? <laughs> what did you think of it? Um, well, immediately when we pulled in, I recognized the location because I had there's a there's a comic book sh- uh, shop Doctor, close that I had been to maybe Doctor Knows Doctor Knows three times yeah so I was like oh I think I've been here um yeah it, it, that that store is set up very very well it looks very nice in there everything is like he he's got these really cool like um end cap style uh, display cases that I want uh it was great in there yeah, yeah. it was a fun little like mm-hmm. it's it's just the the dude was really nice and cool and, and he brought us into the back room and showed us some uh stuff he hasn't put out yet and he showed me some some movie posters and 
Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. So this is we. I think we talked about it maybe a week or two ago. It's a new vintage toy store in the Atlanta area. It's in Marietta, actually, off of Canton Road. I think it's called Second Chance Toys. It's a father and son father and son owned shop. The guy, I guess, he had a a shop in Jacksonville for the mm-hmm. last six or seven years, mm-hmm. and decided to move to Atlanta and open up a new toy store with uh, his son. It's kind of beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful. He thing. understands like the layers of like having stuff really high up, and then like behind oh, cases, the- like there's something everywhere. Wait, what? I meant the story of a father and son opening up. Oh, a, I think a the store is beautiful, <laughs> and it's a reflection, like a, a microcosm of their relationship. That's what I. Sure. That's yeah. what I meant to tell them. Like when I saw those three Ewok villages <laughs> displayed nicely, I was like, "This is a microcosm." No, but I will say that their like dynamic does lead to it being a more enjoyable experience inside the store. Yeah. So, yeah. um, great, great toy store. Lots of. Uh, you know, mostly vintage, like there, there are, you know, some modern stuff, but everything's kind of organized into nice, you know, you've got your, your toy biz Marvel section, you've got Ghostbusters, Ninja Turtles, tons of vintage Star Wars. We'll get into that. There's some Godzilla, um, lots of video games too. Like yeah. it's, it's also like vintage, uh, consoles and games. And, uh, well, I think we all found some stuff. So let, mm-hmm. let's, let's do the rundown. Abby, what, uh, what were your pickups? Uh, Sequest figures is what I got <laughs> from this store, uh, which there was a guy that was shopping like behind the the thing I was looking at behind the the toy shelf. Um, when I was talking to Craig about Sequest, he was like, oh, I thought I was the only one who collected these things. Hold and on. That guy was like. I made a friend. He was like. He reminded me a little bit of the guy, the TV guide enthusiast on Seinfeld on the train with Elaine. <laughs> yeah. He's like the guide guy. Yeah. Ooh, I've never seen such a pretty lady shopping for sequest figures before. Um, no, he was not like that at all. He was actually very nice, but I wish it was the guy from Seinfeld. Um, I got a bunch of sequest figures, but I don't have a complete set yet. Okay. You're almost done though. Uh, yeah, I have, I'm missing Dr. Z right now. Um, there's nine figures, but you picked up like five of them, five of them. Yeah. Which what, is, what is your display pan, plan for these figures? I don't know, honestly, because I'm like, I really like the way they look on card. Um, so it would be cool. But I know that it's hard to hang without looking like kind of cheap. So maybe take them out. Maybe find some sort of a unconventional shelf setting for them. I don't know. Something interesting. That looks like I, I don't like know. Like aquarium. I think, I, think right. you, I think you really dropped the ball on getting those um, Sequest models he had. Yeah. Because one of them is of the Sequest. And if you put that together yeah. and you have that displayed on a shelf with those figures. That would look awesome. That would look great. Could but I'd have to put it together. Could you imagine me and Abby Just trying to. to do it. Okay. Oh yeah, get Hal to do it's it. All right, prob- Eagle Moss. But it's probably a. I, I mean, I didn't read it. I didn't read it. It's probably a snap. Together a snap thing. together. It's like probably it's also possibly already painted. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I don't. Uh, some of those models are just you just open them and pop them together. Oh, okay. I, don't know. I didn't. What, That's okay. I no. What, I like it. I'm what? just saying, like a true fan would have bought this. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I'll buy them like a true fan, and then just shell them out to Hal to work on and paint yeah. for me. After. Like a true friend, like a it. true friend. What else were you scoping at this? He's probably uh, already got uh, second chance. What else was I scoping? Um, I don't think I got anything else hmm. from there besides the Sequest figures. All right. Um, I did find a Dinotopia book though that I passed on to Jake. Oh yeah, what was about. that book? It's just um, it's just like a playthrough guide for there was like a there was a Dinotopia game, but it's like a CD-ROM. Oh game. okay. 
and uh, the book is just a guide. For okay, it. it's just it's there's nothing cool in there or nothing like there. There's like a couple pages of pictures from the actual book, but you know I own that. I just I got I bought it because it was five bucks and uh, um, which actually was just given to us for free. Yeah, we're gonna get to we that. got to check out, but um, <laughs> okay, right. But it's a Dinotopia product, and I'm gonna buy any Dinotopia things I see. Um, what's the state? Of your Dinotopia collection, there's and how not, do you separate it from all your other? Do you, do you just have like a dinosaur section, or well, there's not, there's no Dinotopia toys. Oh, that mm-hmm. doesn't exist. There was never any figures. It's like there, reading materials. There are some prototypes. Oh, there are some prototypes out there. They almost made a toy line, but there are no toys. It's mostly, um, it's mostly books. There, there's, you know, there's the main like four or five Dinotopia books by James Gurney, but then there was like a a young adult novel series that I'm trying to pick up. Other than that, uh, some promotional stuff. I do own some original paintings that were the um, background models for the animated movie. Um, but other than that, it's just like there's posters. There's There were T-shirts. There are some sweaters. Uh, there's like watches. I have one of those. You know, just like random, random shit. Random stuff. There are yeah. no figures. Okay, gotcha. Okay, cool, cool. Gotcha. Um, but you – so, yeah, we kind of went to the back and like – Listen, I immediately started checking out some Star Wars stuff. Um, my vintage Star Wars collection is ongoing. They have a good amount of like loose figures there. Some some of the rare stuff, but a lot of the common stuff. But they've got play sets, vehicles, and like Jake was saying, it's very well displayed. Like it's a cool, mm-hmm. it's a cool display. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but I was also kind of like I told you guys, I was like, I think I'm gonna start a new collection today because I was just like, you know, I got that Statue of Liberty. Felt like possibilities <laughs> were endless. Who knows? So immediately I went to that that X Men section and was seeing like. You know, there's a lot of 90s stuff. I was like, maybe they have some of these old X-Men figures I was talking about earlier, but they didn't. Um, and uh, there was an Alvin and the Chipmunks tour bus. Yeah. I saw that. And yeah. I was like, I f- it, it kind of triggered one of those. This happens to me at toy stores from time to time. I don't know if it happens to anybody else where you'll see something and it, it, it opens up one of your, uh, it's what I always talk about. Your, like a locked door in your childhood. Your files, yeah. your brain files. Where it was like, Which is the, it's like the reason you bought those. Um, Inspector Gadget, but even more so, this was more like, oh, I haven't thought about this since I was at my cousin's house who had it and I desperately wanted it when I was three years old Mm -hmm. and it's been stored away since then. So I'm going to do some research. I don't know if it was like, listen, I liked Alvin and the Chipmunks a lot. especially that movie where they go on like a worldwide caper for the diamonds that are all hidden in these little dolls. Nobody? I haven't seen that. No. Thanks for spoiling it. It's rare on VHS too. I need to pick that up. But um but yeah, so I was just kind of checking out a lot of different stuff. There's some wrestling stuff, there's some Muppet stuff. I'm not really a Muppet guy, but um very very cool stuff across the board. And um but I did settle on Star Wars. I I didn't I decided not to do anything crazy. I didn't like I didn't walk out with like a bunch of Johnny Quest figures, like, look at me, (laughs) Mr. Johnny Quest fan (laughs) over here. (laughs) I hated, hated. I did too. I never liked it. Hated jq growing up yeah you- I, I watched on cartoon network and it was not my favorite it- didn't your mom like it maybe maybe uh, i'm thinking of something else <laughs> call something else that your mom my mom like somebody else's mom somebody's <laughs> mom somebody else's mom. mom i know a mom loves johnny quest. i know a johnny quest mom a J- i mean my mom's aware of it so she's aware of johnny quest she's aware of johnny quest like i said we watched it um I bet John Yurkaba 
loves Johnny Quest. He's, it yeah. seems like he's, he would like. He's typing that. something. Ray right Spannon now. isn't that the name of the dad? Uh, Ray Stans? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. <laughs> Let's move past the. Yeah, Johnny Quest. we're done with that. We don't need to do Johnny Quest yeah. talk. You we've, think? We've, we've, we're, Tell we've, your story. <laughs> where was I? You're talking about what you bought. Oh yes. <laughs> and Abby just threw her phone at me. So yeah, I'm scoping out. It's new. Um, one of the things I was looking at was a Kenner Star Wars carrying case from uh, the first movie. Not one of the like you know the, the, there's the Darth Vader one and the C3PO one. This is more of like the the smaller like rectangle vinyl carrying case, and it was in very nice condition. They wanted fifty bucks, which is about right uh, compared to like eBay prices. And I was really thinking about that, but because I, I do like my accessories and my carrying cases but i was like you know what if i'm gonna get something let me get some figures and i pulled a what we're gonna start calling a, a, a classic craig mm-hmm. where crop top craig classic crop top craig where i made a little speech a middle yeah. a little announcement a little yeah, proclamation yeah. i said jake you know ma'am by the way you didn't ask for this information you just you just looked at me i just looked at jake and you said the words um I can't remember exactly, but you said something like, uh, I'm not buying any play sets or any figures today. Vehicles. Vehicle, yeah, vehicles. No vehicles <laughs> and no play sets because I don't have a whole lot of room. And if I buy those, I know they're just going to sit on the floor. Yeah. Ah. So sitting on the floor of my toy room <laughs> right now is the, uh, the, the uh, twin cloud pod what is a fucking thing called cloud, cloud racer cloud car clown car it's Kenner. not clown car you know cloud what it is car. cloud car it's the, <laughs> the twin pod cloud car <laughs> from empire strikes back and um it's uh it's amazing it's a cool little um a cool little star wars vehicle yeah and uh it's I got the driver with him and the box and the box. Mm-hmm. I got the box with the with the uh, the vehicle um, and I, I did get the pilot, which is a figure that I needed. I don't have that. I didn't have that vintage figure and I got him complete with his gun and little radio, which is uh tends to be a little bit of a harder to find. Accessory. But you didn't get the stand. No, I did not get the stand, but that's OK. But he was honest. But that was just a plastic. Like, yeah, that wasn't a modern stand. It was just a plastic stand. Mm-hmm. Um. And I got that, and th- and I was really happy with that because I think uh, um, that's a vehicle that I've. Here's my new rule: if there if there's a figure pilot associated with the vehicle specifically, I can get it. That's yeah. my new also, rule. Also, that's a smaller vehicle. It's smaller. I'm going to be able. Not to find something. It. It's not something huge. Yeah. that's going to take. It's not up like I bought the the Rebel Transport or something yeah. crazy mm-hmm. like that. So I did. But I feel like that's something you do often what? at toy shows or toy stores is you make a like a declaration yeah about not. something you will not do and then you immediately I mean I I you know what I go back to October of some year we're at some convention I said I'm not collecting vintage Star Wars that's a road I can't that get was out. at the toy show where you disappeared you, <laughs> and then we you were, did it we were at a toy show and you, I know we've talked about this, but I'm going to say it again. We were at a toy show. We were there all day. It was a good show. There was a lot of stuff. South Carolina. We were all barging. And mm-hmm. you said, I'm not going to do this. And then we lost you. <laughs> we couldn't find you. And then when me and Abby finally found you, you were deep in negotiations <laughs> for like the original setup. I think you bought a millennium Falcon. Like you bought a lot. It's interesting. I'm different. I don't like having 
anybody I know around me when I'm trying to buy toys. Like I get stressed because I feel like there's pressure. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I just, I, I, I'm like. You can't perform while people are watching. I get performance anxiety. I I do. I do. I get well, well, you want to if you want to negotiate with somebody. Performance toy anxiety. Yeah, yeah get, you don't want to seem like a pushover and go up. That's and a just T-shirt. Do, performance, yeah, performance toy, toy anxiety. anxiety. Yes, yes. Um, or maybe toy. No, oh, yeah, performance toy anxiety. P, uh, PTA. Yeah, we're the part of the PTA. I'm part of, <laughs> tell my parents I'm part Paul of the Thomas PTA. <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson. I wish he directed me when I was doing these things. <laughs> um. So, anyways, yeah, I, I I got the the cloud car and I was um pretty stoked on that and it, the box is in really nice shape and it'll display well so uh that and that was my pickup for uh for that for that place but jake we haven't even talked about what you ended up the the, the road you are now yeah. <laughs> well down <laughs> for sure um well i mean i've been i've been sort of teasing myself with it for the last couple of weeks or months and i've talked about it multiple times and last time i was up here i almost made a purchase at full circle um but he had three of the Primal Rage figures, and he had them complete, which in my research, I found out that, A, Primal Rage figures are not as cheap as I thought they would be originally, mm. and complete, they're kind of expensive. Right, um, right. But he had three of them complete, so uh, I bought them, and uh, now I have a Primal Rage collection, and now I, I'm going to need you to pick up the two figures that I passed on it it uh full circle right they're not complete but i i don't super mind that um but but the guy tried to like he tried to lure me in we're trying to leave and he was like he was like now i know primal rage accessories are rare and i'm like yeah and he's like i got a bunch in the back <laughs> yeah and i was like Dude, what he's good he, was he, like, he, was, he was like i basically got all the accessories to all the other figures if you need them and i'm like well, I kind of need them all because I don't have, but I didn't right. tell him that. So it, I, we basically left it at a like, if you, you ever need it. them, let me know. I, yeah. I stepped in and I said, Jake, when we get home, we'll make a spreadsheet. Yeah, which we have <laughs> not done. No, there is no, but There's I want no to. I'm looking forward to the opportunity. Yeah. We'll so make a spreadsheet. Hey, we're going to make that spreadsheet. We're going to post it on Patreon. So how oh. many? Cool. Yeah, you got to pay. <laughs> if you want to know which Primal Rage figures Jake needs, you got to pay. Okay. Um. So what? which ones did you end up getting? <laughs> um, I don't know all their names. Uh, but I got, you got three, right? I got three of them. I got uh, I think um, oh, Vertigo. I know is like the weird snake looking dude. Um, I got the guy who kind of looks like a um, Ankylosaur hybrid thing. Um, I can't remember his name. And then I also got Talon, which is the like Velociraptor figure. Um. The one full circle toys has chaos and blizzard, which are the two like King Kong. Fig- they're like the exact same figure. They're just a different color. Okay. Um, and there's, uh, there's also two, uh, tyrannosaurs that are the exact same figure, exact same model, but one's red and one's yellow. Okay. Uh, uh, uh Diablo and, uh, Sauron. So, but I got three. Okay. So yeah. cool. Cool. So, so we ended up doing a little bit of a, a bundle, I think the the total um listen I I don't try to like I go into these stores if I find stuff that I want I I kind of expect to be getting it but I also know that a lot of times if you're a frequent customer if you're buying a good amount of stuff that this there can be a little bit of wiggle room with, with price and I'm not trying to like lowball anybody or anything like that yeah. so basically we 
uh, I think there was a total price. I don't remember exactly what it was. And I kind of, I, I made a little bit of an offer and it went back and forth. And the, the final result was that this, the toy store said mm-hmm. they took Abby's five Sequest figures and the Dinotopia book. <laughs> they basically book. were like, Abby's interests or uh, taste is crap and it's not <laughs> yeah. worth any money. And they just didn't even factor them in. Yeah. yeah. So they, so you, you. I told Jake my secret when we went up to the counter. I was like, you just got to have bad taste. If you have bad <laughs> and taste. And you get everything for free. <laughs> here's the thing. This is something that happens to Abby all the fucking time. This happened with at to- Full Circle Toys. You had like. It was the like things ep- I want or have no well, value. Well, you're buying all the episode one yeah. stuff that's like in abundance. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, like yeah. you're buying the stuff that people are like, Please God, I really hope somebody buys those <laughs> toys and gets them out of here. So this, uh, we're at Full Circle Toys. There was like a, my secret. a Darth Maul like advertisement, like a little square piece of cardboard. And Abby's like, how much you guys got on this? And she was like, you can just have that. <laughs> <laughs> how much was this mouse pad? This is good. <laughs> I find the, the least wanted, the, like, oh, the, first to be thrown out on Abby has a young Anakin Skywalker, like, coffee-stained mouse pad. I do. You need to... Abby, you can name your your toy your section of your toys just the island of misfit toys. <laughs> misfit toys, yeah. like loose leaf crap. Um, <laughs> so so that was good. It was a good trip to the toy store, and I think what we're gonna do at some point in the next couple months is go up there and do like a video, do some toy hunting stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then our last stop of the day uh, was uh, Doctor. We did go to the comic shop after that. Oh yeah, we did. And uh, I didn't get anything. I almost got issue two of the last Ronin TMNT, but then I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna read it. I know myself. I've, I've got the first issue. I I read like the digital version. I don't know. I read the first comic, but I read it online. I got I bought the digital version, and I I just know that. Listen, I haven't bought comics in a long time because yeah. I don't have a steady comic book shop that I feel like I can depend on. Depend mm-hmm. on. So um, I haven't done that. But while we were in there looking at those comics. Uh, I, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll pick up the first two issues of Last Ronin. And and you were like, well, they're not going to have the first issue. And I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> which they didn't. Um, but then when I looked at the second, I'm like, what? This is not a comic book. Yeah, this is like a fucking it's like a, bro- like a magazine. A magazine. Yeah, it's yeah. nine. Winter Comics, nine dollars. So I, I would have bought one and yeah. two if they would have had one and two. But I think I was like, one, what the fuck is this? I think it's because it's What's a happening? it's a four part series. And it's, it's only four. It's only four. I, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. So that, yeah. Well, there you go. But I did pick up the first four issues of uh, the Ultraman comic that's that's going right now. Okay. Um, Which I read them already. And it's like. Is it fun? Yeah, it's cool. I mean, Ultraman's always fun. So it, it was great. It felt good to buy comics. But also it feels weird buying comics because it's like, all right, I just bought four books, you know, at like $4 a piece. And then it's like. Oh, I read them already. Well, now what do I do with them? Dude, bag them, board them, put them in a stew. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Um, also, I know I'm not going to get the rest of them because, yeah. you know, I don't live. I just picked them up because I was like, well, I'm here. I want to read them. I'm going to grab them. You know, yeah. but it's like, right. It might, be a while. it might be a while before I'm able to make another Ultraman comic book purchase. And well, I'm not ordering. I used to have a subscription, like an online subscription. And it was, uh, you could just like, you know, say the titles you want and they would just ship them to you. Yeah. Right. Um, but they were always like shipping me the wrong stuff. 
I would get other people's subscriptions. <laughs> uh, there were times where they would send me the wrong book, and I'm yeah. just like, just wasn't. Worth it was it. annoying, just and then you had to it. pay shipping. So it's like, I, I can't just, believe there's I not cut it there's off. a comic shop at all in Valdosta. There huh? is a comic book shop in Valdosta, but because Valdosta is a smaller thing, he gets like a limited number of stuff. And if you don't just go right away right. and get it, then they don't have yeah. it. You know, he's, he's not, it's not like going to the comic book shops here where they're huge and mm. there's 50 copies of every comic So I didn't even tell you guys because I didn't want, it was classic Craig. But when we were in that shop, um, they had this, uh, <laughs> so stupid. They had this vision statue of, um, but it's his costume from like, the old comic costume, the, the green yellow. Yeah. It's like yeah. the flashback. And I was just like, I need, I might need that. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I'm so into yeah, WandaVision, but like yeah, in two yeah. weeks when it's over, I won't care. But why the fuck yeah. did I buy the right. statue? Yeah. Um, but when's, yeah. So when's the next thing happening? Yeah. When's the next thing mm-hmm. happening? Um, that was cool. It was a cool, it was a, that's a good day. That was one day. Mm-hmm. Um, day. we packed mm-hmm. a lot in. We didn't even tell you guys about Friday where I got ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Friday was nice too. Oh, oh, you did, yeah. You got some ice cream. Mm-hmm. Did we buy anything Friday? Well, we went to like a Target. That was it. We didn't go to any cool stores anything. or anything. So, so that was fun. That was a fun weekend. Cool. Uh, I hope. I feel like maybe some other of our listeners in the Atlanta area maybe went out to Days of the Dead. We actually ran into a listener. Oh, we yeah. did. Yeah. yeah, and he, him. I think it was with his wife. He was a super nice guy. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can't remember, I can't remember his name. I, I want to say Brian. Uh, maybe but I'm not sure. We'll go with Brian. Cool. Nice we'll to meet you, Brian. Brian. Mystery Brian. And, nice um, to meet you. Yeah, it's always cool meeting people that that check out the show. We yeah. always appreciate that. So, man, let's wrap this up. We're over an hour. What um, what are final thoughts on the weekend? Abby, did it feel good to get out there? Yeah, it felt good. I'm ready to get back out there again, and I'm excited to go see um movies and theaters soon, yeah. and yeah, get back to convention life. Yeah, it's nice. I forgot to talk about this, Jake. Before you got out here, I I picked you up that new uh, NECA King Kong. You did. Yeah. Thank you. What do you think of it? It's I, 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 I needed to have it, and I, I'm, I, I appreciate you buying me that because I want all of the King Kong stuff. I still think it's a weird way for them to go with that. Uh, the paint job? The, the paint job is it's just a weird... I love uh, you know Basil Go-Go's, and he did do amazing stuff, but to me that that, that paint doesn't really... Uh, um, uh, it doesn't it doesn't switch over to figure that well to me. Yeah. It's weird to me they went with that and not like black and white. Right. But I still love it because right, right. Uh, it is a really good sculpt and I and I, I I will get all of the I will get whatever variants of King Kong they they release. So I hope you. they put out a seventy six. Have they done that yet? No. The so the one the NECA King Kong has two different uh, facial sculpts and one of them is like the thirty three. But the other one is kind of just like a generic, like meaner looking. I don't, I don't think it's actually based right. off of seventy six. It's just gotcha. A King Kong. Abby, did we watch the Peter Jackson King Kong? Yeah, over quarantine at some point. <laughs> it took all of quarantine. It's a long movie. <laughs> it's, a long a long movie. movie. it's good. The movie. I like that movie. Yeah, yeah. it's good. It's um, cool but yeah, so yeah, that King Kong, and then I did pick up the new Marty McFly. From uh, NECA. Which looks great. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is the the audition Marty McFly. Yeah. No vest, jean jacket only. God, I can't believe they got... I've There's well, how, there's six Back to the Future figures. Yeah. 
uh, three Martys, four Martys four already. Four Martys, I think. Right? Hey, I'm buying all of them. <laughs> Just care. the only difference is without jacket. This one has his vest. This one doesn't have his vest. If you remember, this is when he had the vest half on. Um, so I, I'm excited about the Back to the Future. I, but we should say this. Uh, I believe Trevor. Yeah. From NECA is going to yeah. be joining YHS this week. Oh, yeah. Or later cool. this week. Yeah. Very cool. And Very we're going to cool. talk uh, toys, Ninja Turtles. He's so, the brand manager for TMNT. Yep. And I'm going to get him on here and I'm going to be like, how come I can't find Vernon and Rat King? <laughs> Why didn't you tell us about Danny? Yeah. Why didn't you tell me Danny was coming? Um, yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be cool. good. So, uh, well, listen, everybody, this was fun. Thank yes. you for joining us. Any final words? Jacob Walsh. No, I mean, well, I say no, and then I continue to talk. Um, <laughs> I mean, we can keep going. You know what? I'm having a great time. Yeah. Final final words is that it did not feel weird going to a convention. It just felt like normal. Felt like, like normal. We, we were so wearing, wearing a mask. We were wearing a mask, but other than that, we were all it wearing just one felt mask. Like every, it just felt like when you know we're going to con- right. conventions again. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. I mean, Almost I, better because like your face is concealed. So I'm also know. glad. Social it was anxiety. A, I'm also kind of glad that our first you know, thing back was like, it's like a small, you know, it's like, you want to start back. I think Mm -hmm. here's a dragon con. If it happens this year and I have a good, I have the faith. I'm like Fred Durst. You gotta have faith. You gotta have faith. I have a faith that dragon con will happen, but it will be, there's going to be, you know, like it used to be like, not that people write checks anymore, but it used to be like, Oh, it's so weird writing the 1998. I mean, right in 1997. Yeah. Like, that's what's going to be. Like. It, it's going to be the it's so weird not wearing a mask. But do you think by the time we get to Dragon Con, we're still going to be wearing masks? Probably. Because what do you think that's going to do to Dragon Con? Because, like, nobody's going to want to, like, the kind of costuming that happens at Dragon Con. I'm not going, I'm not going to dress up like Quint if I got to wear a mask. <laughs> because, you know what I mean? It kills your, well, well, it kills would, your costume. What would Quint think of the, uh, the pandemic? Well, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> think he believe in it. He was the original quarantiner. I'm, but I'm just, but I'm just saying like, even if Dragon Con happens, if, if it happens and we have to wear a mask, I wonder if the amount of people who are dressing up just cuts in half. Because or like, the amount of people who just stupid with wear unless it's, unless it goes costumes. unless right. it goes with the costume. You know what I mean? Which uh, usually it doesn't. So Here's I the thing: what, I just don't. Like. I don't think uh, a, a gathering of that kind is enforceable with masks. You know, that's like what it all, even with a yeah. smaller gathering, like but we were at Days of the Dead. But like that's why it might not happen. Right. I mean, it just depends. It depends what what happens with COVID in the next couple of months. Like yeah. cases are dropping, people are getting vaccines. Maybe maybe it'll be manageable by then. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, even though a lot of people think I am. Yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, aren't you? Don't you do science? I'm like, no, it just looks like I do. <laughs> Abby, <laughs> what's yeah. the state of your Sequest collection? Where where do you go from here? Um, I guess I have to go back and get those model kits that Jake is shaming me for. Yeah, and build yeah. them. Um, right. and then get that book that I was talking about and then watch the rest of the series. Yeah. You're on like episode be, five. Yeah. I got to a bad episode and I was like, done, <laughs> but I'm still buying the toys. It's only what? Two seasons, three seasons. Yeah. A couple yeah. seasons. Um, yeah. and, uh, well, everybody, this was fun. Thank you for joining YHS again. Go to iTunes, subscribe, leave a five star review. We love getting those reviews. We love hearing what you guys think of the show as long as it's nice. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, find us wherever you get your podcasts and make sure that you check out Patreon like we talked about earlier. And more than anything, if you're new to the show or even if you're not, if you like what we're doing, tell a friend. Yeah. And then they'll tell two friends. Tell two friends. And so on. And so on. And so on. Yeah, we want to uh, 
We want to spread Join group therapy too. Spread the word So for Abigail Gardner And Jacob Walsh My name is Craig Goldberg Thank you for joining us Next week We'll be talking NECA toys mm-hmm. And uh, Put them in the shoe line <laughs> I got nothing <laughs> Bye Bye <laughs> Bye y'all